What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by Earl Ramey Racing Engines, Profab Headers and Exhaust, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel, and Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting. What is going on? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up? You back. You back. You back. I am back. Yeah, man. Sorry about last week. I had a <laughs> little duties, you know, the, the, the daddy duties. Oh, yeah. Uh, it happens. It happens from time to time, and that was good. Everything was cool, and uh, had a good show last week with our buddy Kale. That was cool. Oh, yeah. Always is. Always is. First time I had him on the co-host, he was uh, he was like, really? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so. It's not hard taking my place. It'd be really hard taking your place, but it's not I mean, hard taking take, my place. Anybody can take my place. <laughs> and I can't. I don't, I don't know where to put it. Which I don't know. It's, it's it's just hit 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 the red one hit the red button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can promise you, I hit the wrong red button. I can tell you that right. That was, that was your duty for for a year. You hit the buttons. I just I just talked. I know. This is true. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Oh. How was your weekend, man? Whew, it was long, long and short all at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. we uh, uh, we uh, my mom and dad. They used to always do a, uh, a Christmas, I guess Christmas time, I guess they get together uh, every year um, before they moved down to the lake. And they kind of did it at the lake a little bit too, but um, but they used to do it. And now they moved back here to Florence and stuff, and they decided they wanted to do it again, start it back up. Well, um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Jackson's birthday, which was October 8th, uh, that is the weekend my dad decided he wanted to turn a carport that was out at my mom and dad's house into a shop, which, I mean, it's a good-sized carport. I mean, it was me and him built it. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, I guess you would say it would make like a two-and-a-half-car garage, probably, something like that. Um, so that was October 8th. And between then, cement has been poured, um, walls, insulation, interior walls. I mean, um, you know, doing vinyl siding on it, building doors. Because I don't know if you know this, but there's apparently a shortage on roll-up doors right now. Yeah. (laughs) Of all things, roll-up doors. Um. Apparently, it's a shortage on everything. So anyway, we ended up he ended up building doors for you know just everything. Um, put you know run all electrical in it, put TV in it, um, hooked up all that. I got all the internet working out there and stuff, and so we could have some Roku and all that good stuff. So long story short, there <laughs> uh, we got it all together. Uh, there's even a lean-to built off the front of it. Um, I got. One of Sterling's cookers. I got a couple other friends of ours and my cousin's cooker, and and we cooked a hog, cooked four more Boston butts, and cooked a pile of chicken. Uh, and even I had the smoker going over there, and I made like a a crab dip actually. Um, Sweet. And and then a bunch of other people brought stuff. Um, so they had it again this year. Uh, turned out really good. Long day though. We got out there. Eight. Well, I mean, I was over there Friday even 
you know, getting stuff ready, um, setting up tables, all that good stuff. I don't know. We probably had, I think probably about 45, 50 people over there. That's a good little crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and I cooked from 8 o'clock that morning until we ate at 6 o'clock. And by the time, you know, it was time to eat, I just didn't even really want to eat at that point. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely understand that for sure. So, <clears throat> so I literally did not even, I would you know, tasted a piece of barbecue or Boston butt just to make sure it had enough sauce on it a time or two, you know, stuff like that Um, while we were cooking. But, I mean, that was literally just little teeny pieces. I didn't even get no barbecue. I didn't even fix plate with barbecue on it that night. So. I was just like, nope, I'll eat some. I, I know there's about to be a pile left over. I'll eat some later. So Exactly. I don't blame me. So. Yeah, once I stand over a grill all day and doing it, I, I just kind of lose my appetite. That's for sure. It wasn't, I don't know. It wasn't I just didn't want it. I mean, I, I kind of did. I just, I guess I was, I think I was just so tired, just wore out. I was just like, I don't feel like eating anything. It wasn't just that. I didn't really eat much anything. I put a little dab of, I don't even remember what I put on my plate. I tried my crab dip. I was like, I got to try this. I don't, yeah. That was a, that was an experience. Um, I mean, it wasn't nothing to it, but it called for, and it's not like you go in buying fresh crabs or nothing, by no means. Um, it was just... Uh, you buy some white crab meat, which I didn't really know. They sell like in the, you know, like you get white chicken or tuna or stuff like that in those little cans. They have white yeah. crab. They have white crab also. Um, I did not know that. I ain't either. And also over there, they have what they call lump crab meat. And you're supposed to use four cans of the white crab and two cans of lump crab. Well, I did me a Walmart pickup, which is, you know, wonderful if, if it, you know, everything you get or everything you order, you actually get. I mean, that's kind of what you're trying to do is not go in the store by doing this. Um, but as always, I ordered everything for the dip. Um, ordered my four cans of white crab meat and two cans of lump crab meat. Um, and all the other stuff to win. There was corn and, and, uh, cream cheese and shredded cheese and um a few other that things. Good, it man. does sound it sounds amazing. I mean it really does. But <laughs> but uh-uh. all right, uh-uh. well this is this is where my butt came in. Got the four cans of white crab meat. Uh well got up there to to uh get my stuff from Walmart on the curbside pickup there. And uh they canceled my lump crab. I was like oh. crap. They canceled that and the little pans, you know, little aluminum pans. I'm like, I know y'all got aluminum pans in there. Just the, you know, yeah. the aluminum foil type pans, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I'm like, I know y'all got those in there. <laughs> Don't even. So I was like, crap, we got to walk. We got to park, walk in. So me and Landon walk in. I go over there where I look on the app to try to find, because I'm one of the people, I want to know right where what I'm going to get is. I'm walking to it. I'm grabbing it. I'm walking back out the store. So I look on the app. Um. It tells me the section, all that stuff. I go straight to the section. Uh, well, they didn't bring me none because all of it said they have in stock. Either they ain't got on shelf or it ain't in stock, really. Um, so I was like, well, 
This is only two cans of this. The other one's four cans. So that's mainly what you're, you know, what the main part is. So I need something just to replace this flavor. So I go over there, and they got imitation crab meat, which is, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not crab meat, <laughs> but it 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 played a part for something like this, I guess. And I still don't really think this was my problem. Um, so I got some imitation crab meat, and I was like, I'm just going to shred it up and put it in there. This will be perfectly fine. And I think it was. I walked over there, and the exact aluminum pans I ordered on the app they had sitting on the shelf, somebody was just too lazy to walk across the door and go get them, apparently. Probably. Probably. <laughs> so, uh, get there, get it all, whatever. Next day, um, when we're doing the cooking, all that fun stuff, cooking the hog, all that stuff, I decided about 2 o'clock, I think it was, I was like, I need to put that on. Because I, I found this recipe, I'll be honest with y'all, I found it on Facebook, a video, a little, little reel on, on, on Facebook. They didn't tell you, it told you temperature set on, but it didn't say how long to put it on for on the, uh, we got like a uh, smoker type grill over there. It said set it 225, cook it till it's golden looking on the top, creamy kind of. So I did that. And I don't know, it, it turned out all right. I ate it. I mean, it just, I don't know. You would think with crab meat and, and, you just—it just seems like there would be a good but bold flavor to it, but no, yeah. it's just kind of cream cheesy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just kind well, of kind of mellowed yeah. it all out, took it all away. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. I don't know what you got to do to that to make it better. I don't know, but it sounds really good. It does. And like I said, it wasn't bad. I mean, you still tasted some crab in it. It just—I don't know. It just wouldn't. It just wasn't like a bam flavor in your mouth. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Yeah. Maybe maybe you needed that real crab meat, not the imitation. Maybe so. Know. Maybe so. But I, don't, I just don't think that. I mean, maybe that's got a way bigger taste, but I don't know if the two cans would have made any know. difference on that because that was like the least ingredient. Yeah. Right. Maybe so, though. All I don't right. know. I don't know. But I mean, everybody ate it. But what was really funny is people was like, is that like some kind of corn chowder? <laughs> like, Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and so I, chicken in it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe if it had, had some shrimp in it. Just sort of been like a seafood. Be you know what I'm saying? Yeah, give I, it a little salty taste. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would I would have thought the crab meat would have done that. And it, I mean, I don't know. It's like I said, I, I still got some. I bagged it up and kept some and it, it's still good it just i don't know it just wasn't what i was expecting that was a bad part well, I, that, I, that's the thing about it if somebody else would have cooked it you'd probably been like this is good but you had expectations of what you expected when you cooked it that's how it didn't out as you expected so probably so that's probably why probably that's so probably. other people told me it was good but kayla did tell yeah. me she kayla even told me she was like yeah, it's it's good it's just kind of not much flavor there i was like yeah that's kind of what i feel so so yeah. I feel like everybody felt that way. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, know. Well, hey, you learn it, though. Learn it. It better be better next time. Yeah. I tried. I tried. That's all you can do. All you can do is try, ain't it? That's right. <laughs> I tried. But, yeah, so we had that. Um, I think most people, we played some uh, LCR while we were there. Um, 
Kayla won around, and and then uh, Uncle Jerry won around. I think it was. Uh, and also, Kayla won the ugly sweater competition. How about that? How about that? I hadn't seen a picture yet. I don't know if anybody got a picture. It was really funny because, I mean, she, I mean, she's got a picture of, like the shirt, but I mean, she. I don't know if anybody really took pictures. That was the funny part because there were a few there. Um, but I think your, your youngins won. Um, they won the. Uh, I forgot. I, I th- the cutest and the something like that, and sweet cutest and sweetest. And, oh well, the sweetest. It must have been cold or the sweetest and the cutest for Blakely man because I, I don't know. Blakely can, can well, the her her shirt, co- uh, Blakely shirt said um something cutie. So I was like, well, she's got to win the cutest. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> regardless. Okay, right, yeah. <laughs> 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 You're right. Right. So. Uh, that's good. They, they had a ball. I know. Uh, that's awesome, man. I hate we missed it. Sure. It was all good. It was all good. We, uh, I think they said they just gone. Their plan is from now on since they back over there. We got shop built, and, which is which is now the new race shop, um, <laughs> too. So, yeah. double double purpose there. Um, I don't know. I thought about actually setting up podcast stuff in it too, because. Just to have the race, the race shop feel. Because we also, what I forget, did forget to say about the shop, it's air conditioned and heated too. <laughs> mm. We put a yeah, that's very nice. We put we put a we put a mini split in it. So sweet. So uh, so that's good. So I, I thought about even putting podcast stuff in there and 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 going live in there. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it would be cool. Hang some uh, hang some fenders and some doors on the wall, you know. Exactly, exactly. That's my thought. That's my thought. Hopefully, not all mine, you know. I don't, don't want to tear mine off. Nah, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, but yeah, that then uh, then we uh, I think everybody left about um, twelve thirty or so. Um, it was late, <laughs> or that's what time I think I left there, and finally got to bed. <coughs> oh god can't quit coughing um but uh and then got up went to church sunday and let me tell you about church too <laughs> it was just i was tired already well we get in there unfortunately my stuff works all fine well piano's not the piano's working playing fine but it's not coming through the house sound at all so we worked, and we worked, and we worked, and we worked, and we changed chords, and we did this. Come to find out, somebody had went back there to the, uh, we have like a, uh, I don't know, they, it's kind of like I guess you would call it, people, you could say it's like a hub that all the chords go into, to the income. It's a snake is what it actually is. It's, and uh, they put it all in there, all, all the chords plug in there. And then and then come up to the board that's in front of the um on the back side of the sanctuary. Well, anyway, somebody had went and rerouted cables over there. Um, so we had a time finding that. <laughs> then uh. on top of that, so after that we left, went back to my mom and days. Guess what? I, f- I finally ate me a plate of barbecue. Um, <laughs> that was that it was, was good. good. It, it was good. We actually had three different um. Yeah, we did three different because we hashed up two Boston butts together and then two more together, and we put a little bit different barbecue sauce on each one and, and then the pig. 
um, and put a different barbecue sauce on each one of them. And yeah. they they actually were they were I mean eh, they weren't all that different. Um, but they were a little bit different. But they all tasted pretty good. I mean I liked them all. So good. Uh, good. the hog turned out good and. It, it wasn't. It didn't dry out at all. You know, that's always sometimes a concern. It's gonna dry it out. No, it was good and juicy and tasted real good and tender and all that good stuff. And then we had had to go back to church last night uh, for play practice. So we were there again. Had to get all the microphones straight for for the uh, Christmas play coming up next Sunday. Well, Cole Cole's mic'd up, isn't he? Uh no. Well, yeah, and yeah, no. Um he's gonna he's gonna have because he don't have a whole lot of speaking part. Right. Um I mean he's got a, you know, song and stuff part and everything, but he's gonna do a handheld microphone on there. So Okay, good, good. Uh, he's definitely yeah, gonna, he gonna have a microphone. Quiet. Yeah, he does, especially when he's in front of people. <laughs> Very much so, yeah. I don't know where he got that from. I have no uh, idea. Yeah, uh-huh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You might, but nobody else. <laughs> uh-huh. But, no, nah, he's he's doing good at it. Blakely's doing good with it, all that good stuff. So, um, I think we got that's practice again. Sunday, week. Right? Yeah, that's this Sunday night. So, we got practice again yep. at Wednesday. So Wednesday and Friday, I think, this week, yeah. Yeah. I got to be How there. are they doing? All, all, all the kids doing good, or is this still a, a mess? <laughs> It's one of those things. It just happens every year. I love it. I love Christmas play. Love the Christmas uh, skits that you know kids do. I always love watching them. They're always fun. But they are always an absolute mess until it comes to day of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it it is. Um, I mean, it's not awful, but it's just like some of the songs is like you've heard this song since September. I know you remember some of it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. well, um, but no, it'll be good. It'll be fine. They're 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 actually doing pretty good it, since they, because uh, last night was the first time they practiced on the stage, um, mm-hmm. since they started, and so I don't know something about when they change that and then they put a microphone on them. All of a sudden, everything changes. It's like this novelty of having a microphone, <laughs> right? So, yeah. so once they get over that, um. They'll be good. Nah, they'll be good anyway. So, it'll be fun. So, how was your weekend? <laughs> hey, Matt, uh, it was uh, it was definitely fast. I say it wasn't very long, but it was fast. Um, we uh, went to uh, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee for uh, uh, Mary Stevie, my fiance's birthday. Uh, so, happy birthday to her. We'll say that. Um, Happy birthday! And we uh we took off Friday um, morning after work and uh, headed out uh headed out there to the mountains. Um, yeah, we had us a little one bedroom cabin and it was an awesome place by far. We would definitely be going back there, but probably the coolest little cabin I've ever stayed in. Um, I say a little one bedroom, not really a bedroom. It was like a loft up top. I had a bed in it and uh. Downstairs was just a little inn and kitchen and had yeah. a back porch. You have a tiny Look house. <laughs> pretty much. It was pretty much. That was 100% it. But it was perfect. Uh, it's oh, perfect yeah. for two people. I mean, it was. It it was great. Um, like I say, the little uh, porch, back porch on the back kind of overlooked uh, 
down the mountain, down the Pigeon Fours area there, and um, had a jacuzzi on the back porch, which was nice for sure. Yeah. Uh, kept us good and warm at night. It was nice. Uh, yeah, we did that. I uh, did a Dixie Stampede. Uh, that was really cool. Yeah. We enjoyed that. And um, But like you said, you told me this, I think it was what Wednesday or Thursday, you said, make sure you get tickets beforehand. Everything sells out quick. And, and so um, Friday we started looking, and I think there was five shows at Dixie Stampede. Yeah. And there was only one, the 11 o'clock show, that had two tickets together. Wow. So we looked up. We did. Uh, we got in there, and yeah, but there wasn't a whole. We didn't have time to do much else. Honestly, we just so quick. But there's so much to do there. Oof. Uh, I'm like the. Uh, like we said, it's, it's definitely Myrtle Beach in the mountains. Yeah, I, I'm the. Uh, I'm like the. Uh, uh, Pigeon Forward Gatlinburg uh, travel agent there. <laughs> yeah, you definitely are. You, <laughs> You knew everything to do. We just didn't have time to do hardly any of it. <laughs> no, no. I can tell you everything that's going on around there. I don't know what it is. I love that place. I love, uh, love, um, down. Well, well, I ain't going to necessarily say I love downtown either of them. Uh, they're fun to go walk around, shop, do whatever you want to do, go to shows. I, I love going to shows, riding go karts, whatever. I don't, I mean, you know, just hanging out and doing fun stuff there. But I just love the area. I love the, the scenery and the, the, um, like you sent me a video and, you know, set up somewhere and all of a sudden a bluegrass concert pops up and stuff like that. And that's always, that's always fun. It's just, I hate that. Um, what I I will say real quick, uh, and I ain't trying to be a downer on nothing, but I do pigeon forge. I remember me and me and Kayla went on our honeymoon there. Um, and the, uh, is commercializing a little bit more, um, which kind of makes me oh, a little yeah. sad. But, I mean, that's everywhere. Uh, because on our honeymoon, uh, we end up going, I don't know, two or three times. Because we were there a week. And uh, we uh, there was a Ernest Tubbs record shop. And it was this little, it was a little strip of stores over there. And, I mean, it was these old stores. And Ernest Tubbs record shop was in it. I ended up buying every Waylon Jennings record that they have, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's and, and and it's not there anymore. They tore it down and built some. I can't remember what's there now. A big store, or hotel, or something like that. So, I mean, that happens everywhere though. But you can. But what I like about that area, like I was saying, is you can still, if you got time in Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, Sevierville, anywhere around those areas, you can hit some back roads around there, and uh going through the mountains and you can still find these little old mom and pop stores around there that's convenience stores and you know even little record shops or any kind of little store yeah. um little boutique shops or whatever i mean just all kind of crazy stuff like that and it's a lot of handmade stuff around there Back yeah it's really really cool yeah it's a cool area yeah we uh like i said we we saw a lot but we didn't get to do a lot but um Definitely be going back. Yeah, yeah, you need to. You need to go there and spend you a good four days or so. That's what I. Yeah, that's what. That's why I tell yeah. anybody going over there. At minimum, you need to spend about four days up there. I mean, if you got certain things you want to do, yeah, you can go for a weekend. I mean, if that's just what you want to do, you know, 
cool <laughs> Re- make right. reservations and go. Um, cause yeah. I, I do it in heartbeat too, but, but to do, you know, what you want to do. And especially if there's, especially if there's two of you. Now we went back in, uh, end of June, 1st of July, I think it was, um, we went with Kayla's family. There was 13 of us that went. Oof. And it was, we had fun. The only problem is, is when you got 13 of you doing all this stuff, it's tough to get in and, you know, like even restaurants. I mean, you, you better be calling five hours before yeah. you want to go eat. Or, <laughs> or, or, or just sit separate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's exactly what you got to do. I mean, this, which I mean, that's anywhere. I mean, that's not just there. That's that's anywhere <laughs> when you got that many people. Well, so. Times about ten when you go to Pigeon Forge area. Sure. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's everything's packed, but this it's really cool there. I I love it there. I love it there. I do. Yeah. I love. Um, yep. Need to. Uh, you need to. If you want to take, if somebody wants to take a weekend and just go to Dollywood, that's fun. That's fun. But you need. A couple of days there now. Used to you could do everything in Dollywood in a day, but it's grown too, which is cool. Um, you need about two days there now. So, yeah. yeah. Well, the uh, the one thing that we wanted to do too that you said we needed to do, and Mayor Steele and I both really wanted to do it, it didn't work out. Was the the Alpine coasters? Um, and like you said, though, like at nighttime, man, that is cool. Yeah, yeah. I got a. It, uh, I got some video, some GoPro video of us doing it at nighttime. It's it's cool. It's it's it, the lights down the mountain and everything. But I'm gonna tell you what, if y'all went on it, I don't know what y'all's temperature was up there. Maybe it was good, but I can imagine in December on <laughs> a mountain is cold. Oh, it was cold, it, and and we even talked about that because uh, Friday night we thought about going, and it didn't work out. But anyway, I was like, good, good lord, it's gonna be cold. But the one we actually went to, I meant to tell you this. When we went to to go do, um, they had two seaters two, for two adults. Oh, there. sweet, sweet. So that, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, Mary Steve was like, yeah, I'm sitting, I'm sitting behind you. I was like, huh, no, I'm sitting in the back. <laughs> Somebody got blocked this wind. <laughs> yeah, I ain't kidding. So, um, um, but yeah, it was, it was really, it was really good. We had a good time. It's been a long time I've been to uh, Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg and all that. Didn't get to spend much time in Gatlinburg. We weren't there too long at all. Yeah, I was hoping you'd, uh, I know they had a lot going on in a short amount of time. Hope you get to go see our friends over there at uh, Sugarlands Distillery. Yes, sir. Yeah, we, if I had more time, I should have would have been there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because they are, if anybody's ever up there in Gatlinburg, go uh, go check them out there downtown Gatlinburg and all the, uh, and all the happening around there. Um, Cool place, cool place. Sugarland Distillery produces the High Rock Vodka, uh, the Dale, Darren Hart Jr.'s signature brand there. Um, so y'all, y'all check out, check them out down there for sure. We, yeah, uh, for sure. We got to hang out with them a good bit over at Florence Motor Speedway there a few weeks ago. Um, cool people, cool, cool setup they got. Uh, the way they work is just is really cool. They're they're. They're not a huge distillery by no means, um, but they, you know, they, they, they it's, it's, I don't know, it's got a, uh, I mean, they're big, they're a big brand, but they got a small feel. I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, 
Well, cool deal. Well, cool. I'm glad y'all have fun. Yeah, we sure did, man. Sure did. Good, good, good. Back to the grind this week. Yeah, back to normal. Back to reality. Yeah. And it was, uh, well, I don't know what it was. I was freezing all day today. I was just cold. Well, it's been 50, like 55 degrees, but it felt like 35 today. I swear it did. Right, the sun never came out hardly, and it was just, I don't know. We, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you a little story. We, I mean, there's racing to talk about, but, you know, we're getting into off-season and all that fun stuff. So so we get all these stories uh, <laughs> for December and January normally. <laughs> um, tell, you, tell you a good story. And this is, I don't even know the guy's name, so I can't even throw him under the bus, but I'm going to tell, tell you the story. We, uh, we, at our shop, our county supervisor, decided he wanted to get our uh, floors redone in the shop. Well, in the past, about every three, four years, we have always painted the floors. Um, and it's just kind of a state, because we were, I work for a state of South Carolina. Um, we, we, you know, it's, it's kind of their thing. That's just what they do, um, kind of their standard, I guess you'd say. Uh, to me, it's kind of pointless for the most part, <laughs> but because <laughs> it does nothing but get knocked up, and then it looks worse than it would be to me if you just left it a bare floor. So, anyway, they... Like I said, they was wanting to get the floors redone. Um, but this time, instead of painting them, he wanted to, like I said, get the floors ground down, all that good stuff, um, and then come back in with like a epoxy coat, you know, like a shop coat, I guess you call it, on shop floor coat, whatever, um, which is cool. Um, the only problem is, is we're working on a floor that is... I think that building is about 70 years old now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's had layer of layer and layer of paint and then um, oil and grease and everything just soaked down into it. And and I guess that's, I mean, why they want to get it ground down. All right. But here comes all the fun <laughs> in all this. Um, we bought that, or they bought state bought. I think it was like he told me like thirty five hundred dollars worth of uh the coating that goes on the floor, all the stuff to do it, uh, which is clear. Um, now what happens though with being a you know state building and all the OSHA regulations and stuff like that, uh, we have to have around the outside edge a red line for some reason and the red's got to be like 36 inches wide and then we have to have a yellow line that goes to doorways throughout the shop or around the perimeter of the shop kind of and that has to be it's supposed to be 18 inches wide at least 18 inches wide well <laughs> we cleaned out the shop so they could do that uh, they hired somebody to do this job Guy was going to charge them like $4,000 to do it, uh, which all sounds expensive. You know, 7500 bucks pretty much worth of, you know, labor and material to do this. Um, well, the fun began. We got all the stuff out the shop. 
uh, and they asked us to kind of clean the floor, and we were going to paint the walls, and which we did. And we had pressure washers and everything in there. And we got some, like, industrial pressure washers at the shop that are uh, steam cleaners, too, I guess you say, because they got a big burner on them. It gets that water hot, hot, hot. Um, So we did all that. And while we were at it, we tried to get some of it, the paint and stuff up off the floor just so it would be less for him to, you know. If we get any paint up, that's just, you know, less for him to do, quicker he's going to get it done, the guy coming in. Well, we tried. Paint wouldn't move. The last time that we painted it, we got more paint up before than we ever had. And we prepped the floor really good and put down paint. And it has it, it has stayed longer this past time than it has ever. Um, So, I'm, my boss was actually in there on the phone with a guy. He was standing in my bay at the... At the shop, called the guy or the guy called him. I don't remember, whatever. Um, and he uh <laughs> told him, he said, "Yeah, we got pressure washers out here trying to uh clean the walls and everything so we could paint them." He said, "We tried to get stuff up off the floor, won't come up off the floor with pressure washers. So you definitely gonna have to have the floor grinder." And my boss had already called just because he thought about us doing it to begin with, but he's like, ah, this stuff costs so much. I want to make sure somebody knows what they're doing to get this stuff, you know, done right. Well, told the guy, you know, he had already called and priced the uh, a ride-on floor grinder, which is a thing, uh, from some tool rental place. Uh, and it was like $800 for a day. But with our shop, you would only need it for a day because it's just pretty much open other than the bathrooms and we're not doing the bathrooms. So wasn't really a big deal. Um, figured and told, had told the guy that and he was like, yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm do something. Well, he shows up there Monday morning and t- told him he had a whole crew of guys and everything. They'd be in there three days, one to clean the floor, one to get it all cleaned out, or, you know, one to strip the whole floor, one to clean everything out, and one to lay down paint. That was it. That was what it was going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude shows up last Monday morning with a pressure washer. One guy. <laughs> was it an industrial pressure washer? No. <laughs> no. It was It was like a gas one you buy from Harbor Freight. Not Harbor Freight, but like Home Depot or something. Um, and now he did have a head on it that sucks sand through it, so it's kind of like a um, I forgot what he called it, but um, I guess it kind of like sandblasted the floor as it <laughs> as it uh also pressure washed was a whatever you want to call that. Um, but it didn't touch it. If if he got right up on it, I mean, like like getting down on it to where like the size of your pinky finger is all that the water would cover um it would get just a little like lines up but you would be there for two months trying to get it up like that yeah uh <laughs> so at that point they're like all right uh this ain't working what are we gonna do uh so the guy he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna call and see maybe they got a grinder i can get so he comes back the next day uh, with like this little, I don't know, it was probably eight inch head grinder 
that he bought, a floor grinder, but it's like a little, little teeny one. And it was working for the most part. I don't think they really knew how to set it. Uh, but it was working, but it was just small pieces at the time. And and he still didn't have nobody with him. Still by himself. He said, I got a guy coming, though. A guy coming at uh like 10.30. Well, dude showed up at about 12 to help him. <laughs> and uh, and they finally left, went back to the rental place, got this uh, floor grinder that was 24 inches wide, a push one. They kept it in there uh, all week before last, Thanksgiving week. That was the week they started. <laughs> and uh, they were up there the Friday. They, they were there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, then they were in there uh Friday and Saturday, come back all last week. Still working on it. Uh, pull. I mean, in Thursday, no Friday. I'm sorry. Friday, he's in there painting. <laughs> this guy. Finally, well, he would have been just fine. But remember them red lines I told you, and the yellow lines. <laughs> we kept kind of asking him. They're like, you going to uh, tape out them lines? You know, I, I'm going to get them with a brush. That's all he kept saying. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I mean, and he come in there and saw this shop before he came over there. So he knew exactly what it had to be. I mean, it wasn't like it was just him just not knowing. Is He was shown exactly how it had to look. But uh, if you asked him something about taping out lines, I, I'll get him with a brush. It's like, all right, whatever. Well, about the time they went out there Friday afternoon, old dude has painted the red down, and he finally put yellow down. He didn't tape anything out. He's out there trying to draw a straight line across a uh, six-bay shop. Oh, goodness. With a brush, a little four-inch brush. <laughs> And we Where'd they find this dude at, man? Well, let me tell you what happened. They uh went to the when he bought the paint or the epoxy stuff, he asked him the asked the guy at the paint shop if he knew anybody that did a good job on it. Yeah, I got a guy. I got a guy. That's all he said, and he gave him the number. <laughs> so Dang. assuming, you know, that the guy that at the paint store knew, you know, kind of what he was talking about, because he deals with these people, well man. Kept asking him, why don't you just tape it out? And you can lay the tape down from one bay to the other. As long as you, your measurement is good on that end and good on the end you at, you lay it down. It's the right measure. I, I don't, I don't, I, and he looked at he said, I don't understand that. Wow. <laughs> and he, he could not get it through. I mean, he just, I, I'm not trying to talk junk about dude because I mean, I get it, whatever. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm sorry. But, um, he could not understand that. He just did not get laying the lines out, laying tape out to paint lines. And so you have a straight edge. Uh, well, then you could done with a roller. I mean, exactly, off, exactly. That's what. That's how we did it. <laughs> um. So by the end of Friday, 
boss man was looking. He said, "Man, he said I hate to tell you, but you got to you got to grind this back." He says, "Way too far out in the bays." I mean, it looked like a snake going on there, and no straight, <laughs> no straight edge oh, at dude. all. No, and it's just bad, <laughs> bad, bad, bad. I mean, and finally, mm. finally, he told. He said, "You need my guys come up here, and we'll tape it out, and you just paint it." Yeah, yeah, y'all do that. He said, well, you got to grind up at least the yellow part so we can go back over with it, paint over the red where it's supposed to be, give them the right size and get it straight. So he was in there all day today uh, grinding up the the yellow, and he didn't go rent a, another grinder. He He's in there with a four-inch angle grinder. <laughs> Because this epoxy <laughs> stuff, it ain't like you getting it up with anything else. No, you're not. <laughs> so I don't think dude's gonna make a whole lot of money off this job. No, nah, he, he, he's had his mama in there helping him for the past. Well, she was there today. <laughs> she was there with him the last few days of last week. <laughs> oh man, what kind of darn business? He, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's bad. It's it's rough. I mean, I feel for the guy. Really, it's one of the things that I feel for him. I mean, it's to the point. It's just like, dude, you you bit off way more than you could chew. This is not the business for you. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but this is not the business. For you. He needs to paint houses or something. Paint bedrooms. I don't know. Nothing you got to tape off. Apparently. No, no. Nah. <laughs> Give him, a, give him a sprayer and he'll spray all day or something. I don't know, but he, uh, dude. Um, and the bad thing is, I mean, he's coming out of, I think he lives somewhere up around Lumberton, North Carolina. So, oh, goodness. I mean, he's driving an hour each way every day. Mm. I mean, I hate it for yeah, him, but, he, but you ain't making no money. I mean, you, you, in, you in business, you, you know how it is. You can't just, uh, Go out and bite off every job just because the money sounds good. <laughs> no, you cannot. Can't do that. Oh no! So eventually, so so yeah, I have not been have a shop to work in in two weeks now, going on three. And today, if he he grinded all that up today, um, the way I figure it. I, the way I think it's going to happen, because he grinded up some of the red and stuff, too. They're going to have to go back tomorrow, lay some more red down. That's going to have to dry for a day. Go back, tape that off, lay yellow down. And then he's still got to come back with all the clear epoxy and go over everything. So I'm I'm guessing it's going to be at least the rest of this week, too. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna be backed up on some buses, bro. Well, fortunately, I mean today, I mean yeah, we are, <laughs> but we have what we call annuals to do on buses every year as a yearly annual repair. We got a body shop down the hill, just like a a four bay shop. But the problem is, is uh one of the bays is like a half a bay, really. Uh, it's got a record parked in it, uh, but we couldn't use it anyway because you can't even get beside. Well, if you park something, you can't get beside it. Um, the other one, we had put stuff in from the shop down there. So we have one bay <laughs> to work out of. Um, so what we've started doing is an annual typically take one person to do a couple days, changing all the brakes. I mean, it, and just going over the entire bus, changing every filter, every 
thing, you know, just going over the entire bus, looking at everything, make sure it's all good before you take it back. It normally takes you a couple of days. Well, since we got everybody just sitting down there in one bay, we're just bringing in somebody's bus that's got annual. We all jump on it. <laughs> and it's done, <laughs> it's done in a few hours. Take it back. Hey, that's the way, there you go, bud. That's the way to do it. So, I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's something else. I know that. Oh. Uh-huh. So, but anyway, one of these days, be back to working like normal. I don't think it'll be this year, though. <laughs> <laughs> don't sound like it. <laughs> oh, but anyway, fun, fun, fun. Well, there was some racing. There was, there was, there was a uh, three pretty big races this weekend. Um, we had the good old uh, the 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 Dome Gateway Dirt Nationals. Um, which is always, always uh, interesting, uh, to say the least. Um, let me go back to everything here, pull it up here. I just want to make sure I got got everything right so I can tell y'all all, all the good stuff. Because I watched it. I watched most of it. I didn't get to watch most. I mean, I did go back and watch the highlights and everything from Saturday night because of our our uh, party, all that good stuff. Um but 25 lap prelim there. Uh, Bobby Pierce smoked the field there on uh, Thursday night. Um, Ryan Unziker, Tanner English, and Ricky Thornton Jr. top four uh, there. Shannon Babb turned fifth. Uh, pretty uneventful uh, Thursday night. Uh, Friday night, though. It got a little more eventful, I guess we'll say. <laughs> um, uh, Tyler Carpenter and Hudson O'Neill both, or they got into each other. Uh, Tyler kind of got into Hudson. I'm gonna tell you the way it looked. I, I mean, regardless, you're you're on a tiny little track, and I ain't taking up for Tyler because you know Tyler's friend of the show. He's been on the show. He was on the show last year after he won Gateway. Um, but it seemed like a racing accident to me, man. It, it really did. He got in turn one, and you could see him clearly turning the car, and he just barely touched the bumper bar of Hudson O'Neill. Problem was, Hudson was already on the brakes, and when you're on the brakes, somebody touches the bumper, and you're already sliding. It just continues to slide even more. And then he run him run him up into the wall. That was a bad part. I mean, it just, it run him straight up track. And then he kind of comes across. That that was where everybody got mad. I'm watching it. I'm looking at it. And then this, uh, he comes up the track. I don't know. To me, that place is just tiny, man. Yeah. It's tiny. There's not much racing room. And when you do get the race, I mean, they come off the corner side by side. Man, when you're on the gas, there ain't so much room. And Hudson uh, hit the opening. It, it looked like a terrible hit. It really did because it was like head on into the wall. But the way the dirt was built up, he kind of just kind of jumped up and over it. I mean, it was kind of weird. Um, I don't know. It was... Uh, like I said, he it, Tyler didn't run him up the track, uh, but Hudson 
had the option of backing out. Because um, yeah. he, he was just up past his right rear tire. I don't know. I mean, I know everybody's like, oh, he knows he was there. You don't necessarily know somebody's there. You might think somebody's there, but you don't necessarily know somebody's there. Well, regardless, like you said, that track is so darn tight, so small. I mean, that, that's what it, that's the kind of racing it's going to produce. Exactly. Know? I mean, I don't, I don't care who's out there. You going to. I guarantee you, it's just kind of like uh, Kyle Bush said about Eldor. He knows he's going to go there and lose money. You know you're going to go to the gateway, and that your body probably ain't going to be no good when you get done there. No. And, I mean, yeah, he took him out, whatever, and I hate that. But, I mean, just the winner of the race, you ain't going to have a whole lot of good come out of that car when you get done. Um, and I think that's getting to be a novelty race, and you see a lot of guys don't go. Well, um, well, you don't. I mean, you see XR put on a huge race that, uh, that paid actually more to win right, at right. Alltech Raceway this past weekend. But but before we get to that, I mean, it was just, I don't know, it, it seemed... <sighs> well, it's just going to... I think that's what it's going to... It's going to produce that, and there's no way around it. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to make people upset and mad and this, that, and the other, and whatever, but that's the kind of racing it's going to produce. There's no way around it. Now, oh. now, in saying that, so so, anyway, Hudson comes back, uh, hits him under caution, spins Tyler out, uh, blows left rear tire. Um, both of them have to come off the track. They're done for that heat race. Both of them have to go to the back of the B main. Uh, Tyler worked his way up through the B main and made it to the feature. Um, Hudson, I do not think even made it to the feature. Um, Tyler comes from the back of the feature. I mean, back, yeah, from the back of the feature and ends up finishing, where do he end up? Fifth in the feature. Um, and I'm going to be quite honest with you, looking at his car, this is the interesting part, I, I guess. You know, people say talk junk all they want. Looked at the man's car. There's not a mark on it. All right. <laughs> he made it from the back to the front. So, I mean, I, I'm with you. It is tight racing on there. Um, but it can be done. You don't just have to ride on somebody. That, that's the thing is you, there's got to be some give and take at all racetracks. But when you own that tight of a track... I get you hope somebody knows you're out there, but you can't just assume that somebody knows you're out there when you're only to the right rear. Yeah, no, there's no way. There's no way to know that. Um, that is impressive, though. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it is about that track, he got it down pat, man. He, he that, That's that's his place. Yeah, he had that um, figured out. Uh, but what I will say, our buddy, and I text him just a little while ago, tried to get him to come on here tonight, but he wasn't able to. I figured he wouldn't. Um, but our buddy Will Harrington, uh, finished second in the main on Friday night, which locked him in for the big show on Saturday night. So that's his first trip out there. And I mean, looked impressive. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hey, well, we, we've been saying it, man. He's going to be, uh, he's going to be one of the big names really soon. No doubt about it. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, but anyway, 
So moving on to the Saturday night portion, um, it was it, it was almost the Will Harrington show. Uh, Will got up front and led led for a while. I mean, he was he he, he rolled up top and put a show on up front. Uh, ended up being him and um, Tyler fighting for the win or fight for the lead or it was actually a three wide battle for uh Tyler I mean yeah Tyler Herb, Will Harrington and Tanner English were all fighting for the lead. And uh but Will checked out there for a little while. Um then he caught some traffic and stuff, but anyway, they uh fighting for the lead. Uh Will, I think he got into the wall, broke. What ended up breaking? Um, I can't remember. Anyway, I think it, I think he broke drive shaft or something like that, right at the very end. But man, they knew he was there. He was a uh, mm-hmm. he was definitely going to check out, and and I think he might have had it won. Um, like J Bar being and and the uh, broke drive shaft, maybe I'm not sure. Um, and that's probably banging off the walls because he was up in the wall the whole night. <laughs> that's just where his car was fast. Um, but man, I mean, you know, just like we were just talking, it's tough racing on that track, but they were running three wide. I mean, yeah, they're bouncing off each other's doors a little bit, but they were racing very respectfully. Um, and Tyler Carpenter was up in that, and up in that hunt too. So, I mean, that was, a uh, he made his way up there and I think he, uh, Let's see where. Let's go to the results here. Make sure I get it all right. Um, do 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 do. Tyler Herb one. Tanner English brings home second. Ricky Thornton Jr. third, and Tyler Carpenter fourth. So uh, that was really cool. And after the race, this is kind of big news been going around. <coughs> uh, after the end of the race, there. Um, Tyler Herb, you could tell, I mean, just was acting, you know, he, he was very emotional win for him and apparently, and he said in his interview, which is, it was, it was wild that he said they traveled out there to St. Louis. Um, he, uh, and he got there, um, I think they said on when Thursday. Like he said, Wednesday or Thursday, either either way, um, and his dad was there with him. Him and mom and dad. His dad had a heart attack and died while they were in St. Louis, and he didn't tell anybody. They didn't tell anybody. They continued. Wow. And uh, he said that's what his dad wanted him to go race. So, um, so it was a huge emotional win, win for Tyler Herb, and uh, you know. He's always uh always been cool with me and everything, so uh definitely praying for his family and, and a loss like that and hope being able to go out there and put on a show like he did and you know, kinda make his dad proud, you know, as as some would say, and hope that oh, yeah. helps the healing process for him. Yeah, no doubt. So so congratulations to uh Tyler, but man, our buddy uh Will Harrington, man, that was a 
that that was impressive. That, that's impressive for a small team it. to go out there like that and put it up yeah. front and, and run all we can and just be. I mean, he has been talked about all over the internet, and uh, it's man, it's just cool, cool that our buddies get up there and and do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, like I said, they also had. Uh, Altec had two, what was it, uh, $20,000 to win, uh, Friday night, and, uh, I think it was 40000 to win, no, 50000 to win, I'm sorry, on Saturday night, and, uh, and, did, 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 I am trying to remember, golly, I'm trying to remember who won it on Friday night. It is slipping my brain right now. But anyway, what I brought out of this whole thing was uh was Jonathan Davenport was able to bring it home on on Saturday night. That put him he is the first ever ever in dirt late model racing. First ever person to win over $2 million in a year. Yeah, that's impressive, man. That sure is. That, uh, that's a lot of wins. And, and I mean, I know that Eldor Million definitely made a big difference. made it a lot easier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That, I don't know. That you could do it, honestly, without that one race. Um, and, and I'm sure that made up. But regardless, seemed like every big race every money race he's 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 been there and he's won it um so they sure got it figured out this year buddy yeah they they definitely do um big changes coming to that group though and which is which is kind of crazy you know with the success that they've had uh changing crew chiefs for 2023 and they're moving back to they they've kind of run out of, I'm not as even exactly sure where they run out of. I, I think they may have just kind of ran out of the Longhorn shop more or less. Um, because while we were there, they were there putting together a car and everything at the Longhorn shop. Um, but they are moving back to Lance Landers, uh, um, shop in Arkansas for Double huh. L Racing. Uh, so they'll be back out there. Jonathan lives here in South Carolina. Lives there in upstate South Carolina. Um, which I don't think really, I don't know. I, he he kind of has always done this anyway. He he flies out to a lot of races. It's just kind of been his his thing. Um, yeah, he got a, he got a lot of duties at home too. So yeah, I mean they own a ranch. I mean look, I mean a small <laughs> ranch. They got cows everywhere. <laughs> Right, big old horn. I don't know what kind of cows they are, but they got huge horns. I know that. Um, <laughs> not not like longhorn steers. They're they're huge. I don't know what what they are. They're like big. Um, uh, I guess Rachel takes care of all of them. I don't know. Yeah, for the most part. But anyway, uh, so you know, just just talking about that moving, moving um, uh, places like they are. That's that's gonna be wild. That's gonna be different. Um, does that does that affect them for twenty twenty three? You know, changing up, changing crew chiefs. You know, 
that's gonna be. Well, it, it, I'm sure it will. And 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 also, like, I, it's hard. And then you know, Scott said this before to us too. But it's hard to stay on top for multiple years. I mean, you saw Brandon Overton last year and what his success. And not that he's been terrible this year by no means, but it's so hard, I think, to stay on top every year, year after year. So uh, definitely on top of that, plus moving, changing everything up, it's gonna it's gonna definitely play an effect. Yeah. Definitely will. But uh congratulations to Superman Jonathan Davenport for taking taking that win there. Um but like you were just talking, uh let's just mention his name, Brandon Overton. Um wanna talk about him for just a minute. Uh I think a lot of people he he ended up finishing second uh in this race there at All Tech on Saturday night. Um Longhorns one, two, three, our good friends over there putting down some awesome product but what was impressive about john of uh, brandon overton taking a second place was the car he was driving was not his normal car uh mm-hmm. <laughs> he was in the number five rumley car that is a that, that is they're kind of making a uh uh uh, research and development car, I guess we'll say, for uh, Longhorn. Um, the car itself, the chassis itself, was one that Kyle Larson drove, I think Kevin said, one or two times throughout the year. Um, but they didn't like some stuff on it, so they went back, changed some stuff, obviously testing some different suspension setups because that's what Kevin Romney does. <laughs> he's And he's yeah. the man at it. Um, and apparently they got something pretty good in it that they like the feel of, uh, for Brandon Overton there on, on Saturday night, putting it, putting it up there second. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm glad to see that. I, I like seeing them work on new things. I mean, but the, the biggest thing is, and kind of like Scott was saying too, like, you know, Longhorn, they got so many different testers if you will every week they all work together all week uh especially at the racetrack and you know i think you got to have that man you know scott's (laughs) you might have to sell some more race cars or something but (laughs) it's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard to compete with longhorn buddy they they got it going on right now definitely do our friends uh steve arpin and the gang up there longhorn they uh they're figuring some stuff out uh for sure which i mean they've, they've had it figured out but they're not stopping um, well, you can't. Yeah, you can't. No, you can't. Can't at all. Nobody does. No, you you can't do that. Um, but they're 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 on the track that they need to be on because it. I mean, I will say, and, and I mean, I think everybody knows it. Uh, it was really funny because uh, Brandon Overton twenty twenty one couldn't do couldn't do any wrong. I mean, he just was on top every week. Um, Jonathan Davenport was okay. He was good throughout the year, but he wouldn't, you know, bring an Overton status. Well, come January, uh, th- there was a few wins here and there, but big races come around, they weren't winning. The Longhorns, even, as a group, weren't winning as much there. I'm just going to say, uh, you know, a little bit of stuff in January, then February, March, maybe. Well, all of a sudden, it was like they got to work really hard. <laughs> and, uh, and they uh they put it they they put it together 
And all of a sudden, Jonathan Davenport got on a tear, and man, he, he yeah. has been unstoppable ever since. Yeah, he sure has. And all the Longhorns, like what, like we said before, all the Longhorns have been back up front. So, been cool to see the work that they put in and all that good stuff there. But guys, I want to thank, as always, our good friends at Earl Ramey Racing Engines, guys. You need some power under your hood. I talked to Earl the other day. Um, man, he told me he was selling engines and uh, getting all kind of rebuilds in for the off season. So uh, if if you're looking for one yourself, you better get in line. That's all I can tell you because <laughs> it's uh it's that time of year that everybody's everybody's getting their stuff ready for 2023 now. So you head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Get on the list. Get your motor rebuilt. Get you a new motor. Whatever you whatever you're looking for there. Um, I don't care what kind of motor you look for. Super crate, uh, whatever, steel block, whatever you're looking for. Check out our good friend Earl Ramey, Earl Ramey Racing Engine, and uh, get you some time on that chassis dyno while you're there. As always, uh, also our good friends at Profab Headers and Exhaust. Uh, go check them out. Man, I can't say enough about it's it's crazy. I mean, we look at almost every especially when you look at dirt late model stuff. Uh <laughs> you just see Profab headers in Victory Lane constantly. I mean, they're just there. Um but also from this past weekend at the Snowball Derby. Profab headers in Victory Lane there. So when you head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines get you some uh horsepower. Go ahead, get you some ProFab headers. Go along with it. You will not be uh, disappointed at all. So uh, y'all head over there, check them out. Tell me sent you because ProFab headers are quality that wins. Also, want to uh, want to uh, send y'all if if you need looking for somewhere to buy them ProFab headers. If you're not going straight through ProFab, head over to SRI Performance. Our good friends over there. At SRI Performance can hook you up with ProFab headers. They can hook you up with anything else you need. <laughs> anything from A to Z. All things racing. Uh, I don't care. Brakes. Uh, they are a tire distributor. They are uh, engine parts. If you're one of these guys who uh, works on your own engines, uh, they can get engine parts for you. And I mean, it's some of the best stuff out there. Uh, so head over to SRI Performance, they are your one-stop shop. For all things racing, head over to www.sriperformance.com. Get you that cart filled up with everything you need. Uh, put your promo code in, C-Bone, Tennessee is in. B-O-N-E-1-0, get yourself 10% off there at time of checkout. You will not be disappointed. So uh, y'all head over there and do that. Also, same deal, guys, over at Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Get all the materials that you need to make that car look good, function properly, uh, be as safe as it can, too, obviously. You always want to be be safe with quality materials. Uh, you build roll cages. You don't need cheap stuff. I mean, you don't need bad stuff is what I'm saying. You know, built cheap. Uh, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum has got the best quality materials that you're going to ever find uh sterling today seeing some of the stuff they got um just how good a quality that they carry 
Yeah, they sure do. They got it best of everything, honestly. They do, and any type of material you need, they got it. So, um, no matter what you're doing, I don't care if it's in a race car or uh, industrial or any kind of fabrication, you got to check them out. They got it all. Good deal. So y'all go check stock car, steel and aluminum out, guys. Tell them we sent you. Well, speaking of there, there was a uh, there was another big race this weekend, the Snowball Derby. Switching over to the asphalt side, a lot of uh, NASCAR drivers jumped in it this year. Um, we had Brad Keselowski, Eric Jones, uh, William Byron. Um, uh, there was probably Noah. a few more. Oh yeah, Noah Gregson. Um, all jumping. Gosh. Yeah, Josh Berry. Josh Berry qualified pole. Um, <laughs> I mean, jumping in the super late models down there at the Snowball Derby. I mean, that's always been a big event. I mean, there's always had a one or two in there. Uh, but this year was seemed, I don't know, it's weird because it seemed extra big in some ways, and in some ways it didn't seem as big. But it, it seemed extra big far as uh the 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 quality i guess we'll say oh uh, no nah, not quality because they're all good um but the uh the level of driver that was going into this this race yeah definitely a stag field there buddy um unfortunately um our buddy Derek griffin Derek griffith he uh he uh fought the car all weekend um just wasn't didn't have speed in in practice really um didn't have the speed he needed in qualifying and went to run the last chance race and was leading or running third he was in a transfer spot we'll put it that way and carter's quit so i text him i text him uh saturday night I said, man, I said, I hate that for you, buddy. I said, what happened to your car? He said, uh, man, he said, uh, I appreciate it, man. He said, alternator, quit. So he has had some rough, rough look. Dude, this year. In the late this model whole this year. Woo. Yeah, he, yeah. that's what he told me. He was ready to get 2022 behind him and just, you know, focus on 2023. Um, And, and, and I'm going to tell you, there is nobody more meticulous about those cars than Derek and his crew are. Um, <laughs> they are, man, that is uh, Louie and all the guys up there. and They they are meticulous about those cars. And and it's just, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just, it's been one of them years. Everybody has them years, I guess. And it's just been one of them for him. Yeah, uh, so who knows? Waiting to hear, love to hear what he's got going on for 2023. Hope a uh, bunch more NASCAR stuff, either truck or yeah. Xfinity. Hope there's a lot more Xfinity stuff coming out. That'd be nice. I hadn't talked to him about it, um, so I have no clue. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to say I did, uh, but I don't. Um, so, I don't know. Hopefully you get it. But anyway, moving on to the race. Uh, Derek Thorne, man, he has... Uh, for the last, I don't know, what, three, four years, he has been in position, then all of a sudden something happened, or either, you know, finished second, or he's just been right there. Finally picks him up a win there at the Snowball Derby. Um, yeah. So uh, it, it was a good run by him. He was pretty much dominant car all day. Uh, so 
Uh, congratulations to him. Um, Eric, did you happen to see? I, I didn't get to watch the race myself, um, but I, I watched all highlights, all that fun stuff from it. You know, like a lot of people do. <laughs> but uh, did you happen to see by chance where Ty Majeski and uh, Eric Jones got together? Yes, dude. That tore the back of that car off. Off. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. And and like didn't even hurt it didn't Ty's car. That bad, honestly. No. no. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It just tore everything from quarters to rear windshield, a rear glass out of Eric Jones' car. I mean, just everything just gone off the back. Didn't hurt none of the frame rails. I'm like, dude, if y'all just had a couple miles of duct tape right there, stick it all back together, it can't be any worse than it was, <laughs> apparently. Dude, they had the, that thing was super glued together or something, but I don't know how they put that car together. But great, they wasn't held together too good. I don't think I've ever seen one just fall apart like that one did. No, I have. I have never seen that. I don't <laughs> understand because it didn't look that bad. I and like you said, Ty's car looked fine. Yeah, Ty went on to finish. I don't remember where he finished. Um, it was in the top ten. <laughs> so, but I mean, Eric was not happy with Ty about it. Um, and, and, and Ty, I will say, did apologize. He, um, he said he just drove in there too hard and missed, completely misjudged it. And he apologized for it and said he was, you know, he was completely at fault. So, I mean, that's, at least he admitted he was at fault. Sucks when it happens, but I mean, that's all you can ask for when it does happen is somebody just apologize yeah. and admit it. Exactly. But that was, uh. I don't know. That was. I'm like, dude, y'all need to uh, fasten that body down a little better. <laughs> Do some, but, yeah. <laughs> it was funny because he was still sitting in the car. I guess he didn't really. I mean, you're sitting in the car. You don't know that the entire rear body work from from behind the seat back right. was just gone. I mean, you, exactly. You Especially from the contact. I mean, I'm sure he didn't think it was that bad contact so no so he yeah. was he he come down pit road this guy's just kind of walking up to the car like uh <laughs> you gonna have to get out <laughs> you, you, you might as well get, get out, out. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was rough yeah for sure my need to teach it give them a body hanging class apparently all right well. oh good deal well other than uh Tulsa out there and a few other small things. Man, that pretty much wraps up racing. Uh which Tulsa's not small. I mean I wasn't saying that. I'm just saying a few other small things. I know Carteret County's racing next weekend and stuff like that. But um but you know, stuff like that. Small stuff. Uh other than that, that pretty much wraps up all the big racing for twenty twenty two. Yeah. I'm sure it does, man. Hard to believe. It seems like just yesterday we were talking about Daytona and and all the speed weeks down in you know Florida and, and, and Georgia and all that and and, and, and California. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm far, I forgot about California. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh. They'll be back this year coming up, I guess. Um, that's gonna you know whatever. I don't know. That that race don't impress me at all. No. no. At all. So we'll be talking about that coming up, you know, here in a few weeks. Because uh, in a month's time, we're already looking at, you know, getting ready to get back started with cup stuff. Yep. yep. They, they'll, be, they'll be testing and 
doing all the, the Rolex stuff. A lot of the spotters be down there working Rolex stuff for sure. And uh, that's that's coming up here in, in about a month. They'll be firing up for that. So yeah, it's wild. It's wild. It's, it never stops anymore. Used to there used to be a big lull, you know, from time racing ended to time it started back, and now it no, there's not much time. Not much time at all. We we got the uh, icebreaker there at uh, Florence Motor Speedway uh, first weekend of February, I think it is. So we ain't got much longer. We got to be, you know, getting stuff together, getting ready to race ourselves. Right. Might exactly. have might might have some uh, some news coming up about our racing program uh, for twenty twenty three. Coming up here in the next few weeks. Who knows? Who knows? We got a few things in the works. Trying to see if we make it happen. Might make them happen. Might not. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, regardless, we're going to be racing. We're going to be racing at least a legend car. Maybe more. That's I don't right. know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet. See what happens, man. See what happens. Well, cool deal. Well, cool deal. Well, uh, guys, always uh, go over there to our partners over there. MPM. Marketing, McAllister Precision Marketing with our friend Tanya. Uh, guys, if if you, uh, your child, somebody you know is in racing right now, especially going into a new new season, uh, they're looking to advance their career in racing, head over to MPM Marketing. Check out Tanya. She will, uh, man, get you pointed in the right direction to advance your career uh, coach you along the way to do all the right things, make the right moves with the right people, put you in front of the right eyes um, to see all that, all that fun stuff. Um, you can't ask for any better group to uh, to put you in the right direction in your racing career. So head over to marketwithmpm.com and uh, talk with our friend Tanya, and uh, she'll get you going for sure. Oh, but anyway, what else you got? Well, uh, how about the Gamecocks, man? They finish up 19th uh, ranked in, in, in the final final poll there, I guess, before bowl season. Or? All right. We're going to play Notre Dame. Is that who we're playing? Notre Dame. That's going to be an interesting game. Yes, sir. I, I want to see that one. You know, after uh, we beat Clemson, they – did they – yeah. They got beat by Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. So we'll like to see what happens there. That's going to be interesting. And I hear the the Clemson Tennessee game is the I can't beat Carolina Bowl. <laughs> That's great. That's great. All right, I want your opinion. I want your opinion. Um, and I'm just I, I I'm not going this as an Alabama fanboy by no means because I'm I'm not. I, I I'm I'm Gamecock through and through. I do appreciate my SEC teams though. I will say. All right, Alabama got beat by two high-ranked teams this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, still fairly high in the standings. They're fifth. <laughs> um, TCU, I like TCU. I w- and I even said I would love to see TCU take the whole thing just because they're TCU. And they came in as an underdog for so many years, and had uh, tough schedules. Went 
you know, almost undefeated many years, and, you know, they're finally getting some recognition. I get that. But they go to their uh, conference championship game by a team that was ranked way, way, way lower than them, and they lose. And yet they mm-hmm. didn't fall in the standings. Yeah. What 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 you think about? I, that? I, I I mean I'm I'm back and forth on it. Like I said, I, I like TCU. Just I like the story. Well, the, I do too, and I agree. And I, well, who they play? Kansas State. I can't remember who they play. Yeah. No, I I can't remember. I can't. Remember. I don't know who they play. Anyway, bottom line is, I think it's a one loss team versus a two loss team, and I think that. I don't see where the committee feels right about putting a two-loss team, Alabama, whether they beat or lost to the number one or number two team. I don't see where they can put them in with a one-loss team ahead of them or not ahead of them. Right. Um, but, but I don't know. I mean, I, I agree. I I completely agree. Like, I, I don't see how – because put it this way, and – I must use Tennessee and Clemson for an example. All right. Clemson's a two-loss team. Uh, Tennessee's a two-loss team. But Georgia beat Tennessee. Okay. All right. That's good. Carolina beat Tennessee. Unranked. We were like way back there, 30-something, 40th. I don't know. If if Carolina would have been up there and we'd have lost, we'd have dropped like, We'd have been like 20th. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd have been like a rock. So, I don't understand that. That's what I don't get. I mean, you know, well, how is it not equal? Well, it's not equal because you have – it's not a – whereas NFL, they solely go off um, any other major major sport goes off your uh, win-loss record. And, you know, if there's ties, they go, it's different for each thing. But um, I know, what is the NFL? They go point scored, I think, puts you above or something like that. You know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. I think that moves you wish... in the rankings. Well, the difference is in college is there's literally votes. I mean, you have a committee there that's just – Voting is like, oh, well, did you think they deserve to be there? I don't know. Uh, and it's just the yeah, the personal I, factor. I don't. I, I, that's never going to be consistent. No, it's not. It, it ain't. And I'm not saying Clemson's not a top ten team. I, I, you know, whatever. But bottom line is, is they lost to an unranked team. Yeah. They lost to the Gamecocks. We was unranked. And, you know, so I don't see how – I just don't – I don't understand. But um, – and then and then Carolina, that was 30th or whatever, beat two top ten teams. Tennessee was number one two weeks before then. Yeah. Clemson was in the top four all season after Notre, before Notre Dame. We beat those two teams, and we, we just barely recognized, you know. And it's just – I don't know. I, I don't really get all that. I don't know. I just wish they didn't have a conference anymore because I don't think conferences matter because, you know, it used to be where I remember it or the way I thought it anyway was like the Southeastern Conference, okay? So the teams in the Southeast would be in that. 
the Atlantic Coast Conference, okay? Anything on the Atlantic Coast would be that. That ain't the case no more. Hell, t- Texas and whoever's coming, Texas A&M's in the SEC. Yeah. And ain't pl- nowhere near the Southeast. And, and I think it still messes us, messes us up, too. And this is every conference, but I'm just going to use SEC as an example. You know, we have the SEC East and SEC West. Well, there are years, uh, this year probably not so much, but there are years that one of those, the East or the West, is just head and shoulders above the other. And Well, since since this uh, NIL and the transfer per portal oh, yeah. and all that stuff, that's going to that's gonna become so equal now. I, you're not Alabama and Georgia ain't going to be the top. They ain't going to be the teams up top every year. No. Clemson ain't going to be the team up top every year. It's no. not going to be that anymore. And, it's going to be wherever I can go make money. And speaking of, uh, did you see where Clemson's uh, quarterback for most of the year, DJ, whatever his last name is, I have no clue, Yeah, uh, has is is expected to enter transfer portal. Yeah, he, he, he's gone for sure, and uh, rightfully so. I think the I think the I can't remember his guy's name, but the 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 the, the guy that come in and uh, finished the game out for him is, a, is it, he's a whole lot better quarterback for Clemson's offense. I'll put mm. it that way. I'm not saying DJ can't go somewhere else and be great, but for Clemson's offense, the way it's run, that dude's a whole lot better at it. Yeah. Um, you know, but but. Again, when I get back to, I think it should do away with, because they're even talking about putting USC and I think UCLA or whoever else, which is on the West Coast, way out there, putting them in the Big Ten or, or something other. So, like, would, I, just do away with conferences just and just play and then have a have a, have a a actual playoff. Well, the playoffs is a moving. Real playoff. Well, they're, they're, they're moving up. Uh, what are they moving to? Is it 18? 12 teams. 12 teams. Since 24. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that'd be a lot better. Um, and, and really, I guess I don't know. I mean, that's the thing is really once you look at it, uh, the way that they're ranked and like they're doing their conferences, you're really not playing for anything in the conference. Well, that's what I'm saying, and that's that's what it's, that's why it's not honestly it's not fair to. And I'm not saying SEC is better just because the game costs in. I'm not. I'm saying SEC is better than any conference because it is. And oh yeah, you look at the records; it's SC. way better. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's just a fact. So it's not fair to the way the way that this ranking thing goes. It's not fair to SEC schools because they have to play SEC schools all year. So you can take a, uh, you might be the best team in the ACC, but you might be the sixth best team in the SEC, and you never get recognized. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's why I don't like it. That's, that's mean, why I don't like it. Apparently, South Carolina could have been the ACC championship champions this there year. There you go. Exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Apparently. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so if, if if all the schools play all the schools, and you know you got a couple SEC or which were SEC at one point, you got a couple ACC and Big Ten, whatever it is, moving around, then you see more of what you got at the end of the year. Don't. Don't take all this and stack it up, and you'd have a, a, a Clemson. I'm just going to use as an example. Don't get mad, Clemson people. But you have a Clemson that plays ACC schools all year, which 
is not a football conference. We all know no, this. It's a basketball, basketball conference. So then you get to the end of the year and you see where you at. You don't know because you don't. Nope. I mean, so I, I say mix it up a little bit. Mix it up a little bit. Let everybody play everybody in. Um, well, and that's been the problem. And they kind of used to. I mean, I remember back in the day, you know, South Carolina even, I'm just using it. They would go play, um, I don't remember, there was a bunch of teams they played that were good teams. I remember, I remember them playing Ohio State and, uh, you know, just a bunch of different teams, uh, Nebraska and stuff like that. That was just the, when we're, it was a non-conference game, and that's the teams they played. Well, now, and I get it, I get it, these colleges want to make money. Um, you got the, the uh, it's always for their advantage. You got the, uh, we'll say South Carolina. Uh, we got them going to play just because it's another in-state. It's not a rivalry, but it's another in-state game. We got South Carolina going to play SC, South Carolina State, which. Yeah. Or we'll play the Citadel and we lose to them like we did last year. Yeah, now we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. But I get what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I mean. I think we get rid of them and we play, you know, FBS schools play FBS schools. Yeah, I don't think exactly. you need to you need to change all that up. I mean, you know, and and I mean, hey, if you if you go, is this a football podcast? I don't know. But anyway, no, sorry, no but matter. um, it's our podcast. You know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But 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 if if you can have a twelve or a twenty four team playoff, all right, then get rid of those four throwaway games during the year. Play eight. Nine, ten, whatever regular season actual games that you play Power Five conference schools. I'm not saying you play SEC; it's that they're all mixed up. You play whatever, and then and then after those ten games, you got your twenty four team or twenty four game playoff. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Kind of like they do baseball. You know, basically the same way: super regionals and the regionals yeah. and all that. That would be cool. Yep. Yep. You're right. You're one hundred percent right. Um, I don't know. I I I agree with you. I think the twelve team playoffs going to make it better in the future. Um, I still think mm-hmm. I, I'm like you though. I I don't think I think you're never going to see well, what I you mean, got hey, until you start well, playing good teams throughout example, the whole year. Prime example is Carolina. Okay, they were thirty something, right? All right, say we were twenty four, barely made it in. And we played Tennessee, first game of the playoffs, number five. Oh, we beat them. That's an upset. We we move it on up, you know what I'm saying? And we play Clemson, they whatever they are. So that's what I'm saying is you can't you can't take that. And that's it's not just Carolina. I'm not just beating on them because I think they've gotten a lot better in the past couple weeks. Oh, they definitely but have. I, what I'm saying to you is is anybody in the top three or four, TCU, uh, USC. Trojans, anybody can lose against anybody any week. So oh, yeah. it's really hard to it's really hard to, to build a, a a playoff, build a, a a ranking schedule or however you do it by strength of schedule. It's really it, it's very difficult to do. Yeah, and and I will say I know a lot of people's talking talking junk about the uh, with the transfer portal and the uh, what's that what's the thing where they pay them now to in nil. I know there's some people talking junk about that, but I kind of, I can kind of appreciate the fact that just because you were a, uh, 
national champion team doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get all the big players because, you know, it, good and bad. I mean, I can see all that. Don't get me wrong. But these players are getting bought now. <laughs> and, uh, and you well, could, it's just honestly what this is, is this an Xfinity series is what oh, it's yeah. going to amount to. And I'm not, I don't it's, know. I mean, I guess it's an argument for a different day, but I'm, I'm not necessarily opposed to it because – because I don't know. I mean, any other sport, I, this is why I'll say that any other sport other than college sports, um, even though the colleges are making money and I know there's a ton of argument about this, but these are not kids. Yes, they are young adults, very young adults, but they're 18, 19, 20, 21, some of them 22 out there playing. They're adults. They can hold a job. My thought is if, if because you're playing football, they won't let you hold a job, you know, really. All right, well, you need to kind of get paid for what you're doing. Um, well, my my thought on it is, and it's totally not any like yours, but I, I appreciate your argument. But my argument is um, you a guy that can play football, okay, out of high school. All right, that's great. That's wonderful. Man. You're awesome. That's great. It's good. All right, we're going to give you a full scholarship, all paid scholarship to go to school and get an education right that's the main yeah. part of the whole I, situation I, I was about, that nobody realizes <laughs> yeah exactly i was about so, to counter my own my own argument with that is so, we're going to college so, we're going for education so you gotta i'm gonna say it's probably south carolina i'm just gonna guess i don't know with 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 paid room and board all that together i'm gonna say it's probably thirty five thousand dollars a year so just say thirty year, whatever. Four year, that's hundred and twenty grand. I say you're getting paid pretty damn good to go to college. <laughs> you're right. That's my opinion. So you got other people out there that are trying to make it and be they, they regular people, they good, they talented at what they know how to do, which it might be a doctor or it might be a whatever. And then you pay on your uh, student loans for, you know, 40 years. Well, so I think they got it pretty damn good. <laughs> but well, well, this is another thing. I and, understand. And, and, I know, and I know you probably know this, too. Uh, and a lot of people don't realize this. And there's some that may. And this is not something not talked about. I had a good friend. Uh, you know him very well, too. Um, he was... Super, super, and still is super, super, super smart. And our friend went to University of South Carolina. Um, went for engineering actually. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for a fact. Now he didn't play sports or nothing like that, so I'm not not going there. But he had many, 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 many scholarships. It wasn't just like. He had full ride plus other scholarships to pay for this, that, the other, blah, blah, blah. Well, because he didn't use the full amount of money on some of those, he got money back at the end of the year from those scholarships. See, see what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> so, so he was making money to go to school. Exactly. That that That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know them guys playing football, especially – five, four, even three-star for sure are getting paid handily uh, to play football for that college. And um, if, if, in my opinion, honestly, if if their whole goal out of high school is to make money playing football, go try out for the NFL. Go go for it. Well, I don't you, disagree you with that. Go try your little self. I don't disagree I with mean, that. I, I'm fine with that. But um, if, if that's what they think they need. 
Um, but my my thing is, and this is where I will give uh give baseball a a a good nod here is baseball has the I guess we'll call it the farm league, uh, all that mm-hmm. stuff figured out where these guys still right. can go right. play and that is their job right. and they can make money. They're not going to make a ton of money at it, but they're, no, they're man. doing it and that is their progression to make it to the big league. The problem is, right. is now NFL is using college to make to the big league. Whereas they could put together their own farm league type. So, yeah, you mean you can definitely, but they're not going to do it because because <laughs> they can save money and these colleges are paying them and you know I, I know yeah I mean, it's, it's just it's, it's just it's just tame, well it, it's changed the whole dynamic of college football I mean it has and I mean college football is probably more of a well it's getting close to more of a money maker than NFL probably in, in some sense but um well and I know that 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 the that the the talent of the person it's not a number on the field it's the person on the field is bringing money to that college i get that and but that's just a part of it my opinion i mean like hey you're getting scholarship money you're getting a paid ride daggummit you'd be happy and do your job and then you can go make millions later you know but i just I, it just changes it, it totally changes everything it changes the dynamic of it, it backs up way farther than college because now, a ninth grader in, in high school that's good at football don't care about academics anymore. No, he don't care about no. doing good in school anymore. He just knows that he can do well enough and get paid to go to college. Oh yeah, and I've heard I've heard all on down below that even like seventh graders and stuff. These uh yes. these coaches and stuff coming to them and everything. And getting these parents to move to these different locations and stuff, that way they can put this child on this team. Exactly. To exactly. you know, have their better chance of getting this, that, and I mean they're 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 grooming them from, from there. Um that's why I, right. I, I, I can't I can't get into it. I I'm still one even racing for me, I mean I'll I'll say that. For me, I like to have fun doing it. I like I like stuff to be fun. Um when we raced go-karts right. years, years back, I had a ton of fun until I didn't. And then when I started not having fun with it, it became like a uh, job. I no and I didn't yeah. want to do it no more. And that's exactly what it was. I didn't want to do it anymore. Um, <laughs> I ain't saying I don't want to have a job. I am not saying that. It's just, I don't know. When when something well, is supposed just, to be fun right. becomes not fun. A hobby ain't supposed to be a job, right? Exactly. Um, um, and so what I'm doing now, I have a ton of fun. I work on the car. I, you know bust my tail working on the car but i have fun doing it just because it's what i like doing um and so that's why i can't even get behind like personally i mean don't get me wrong i know some of them love it but like travel ball and everything baseball and stuff i get it but i just hate the fact that well the, the problem is with it though the problem with it is is nowadays from what i hear is your child can't make it Exactly. Yeah, they can't make it to the next level if they don't play travel ball. Exactly. Thirteen months out of the year. Exactly. I, and I, that makes no sense. I mean, you know, I'm just, I, I'm not I'm not bashing nobody, but I think Cole was a good baseball player. I, I'll say that. I'll go on the record and say he. I think he's a good baseball player. But I don't know that he's going to play travel ball. Is that going to just ruin his career at possibly playing baseball? I guess it may. I don't know. 
Because that just ain't right, you know? It just ain't. Exactly it, right. it, it's, it, it's crazy that you have to invest everything, your whole life, his whole life, their whole lives, whatever, to try to see maybe if you get the opportunity to play in the future. It just, it, it don't make no sense. But, but going back, it's just it, football is – college now paying the players has changed the dynamic for so many young kids that need – to have an education. Well, you're right. And that I don't think they're going to get that now. I don't think that's going to be a thing now. It's not oh, with the transfer portal. They don't care about where they're going to school. You may have heard one person say, "Well, I want to stay here because I love my teachers and I love you know the 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 most of them degree I'm class. getting. They're getting they're getting the a general studies degree you. and going to study thank hall once a week. <laughs> I mean, that's all they're going. Thank for. you. That's what I'm saying. But see, my opinion, my opinion with it, if you're getting paid scholarship to go to go to that college, everybody else is. Everybody else yep. is paying their dues. They're going to school. They're studying freaking 26 hours a day to go to school. Well, dadgum it. They need to do it too. And then you got to be able to have a certain GPA every week, every month, whatever it is, to play football. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a uh, – and you remember this. There was a there was a player on our team our senior year of, of high school. I sat right beside him every week. Exactly. This boy couldn't hardly write his name. I mean, I am – I, I watched him. <laughs> I watched him ball his uh, test up and throw him in the trash and walk out to class. But because he was he, the top, uh, what was he? Uh, was it running back? Yeah, he was top. Yeah, he was. Yeah, in the state. In the state. They let. They never said a single word to him, and we went to state. <laughs> uh, did not win state. No, we got killed. But, got killed in state. <laughs> uh, but he walked. Yeah. And, and and but when we got back or when they come back from state uh Christmas vacation about January they kicked him out of high school. He had to go to alternative yep. school. <laughs> yep. He walked he walked right on out of school. Yep. So but that's what I'm saying. I mean and I don't know, man. I just don't want it I don't want that to to, to hurt a lot of people because Everybody's goal to get to the NFL or to get to a big school, you know, that that's going to be there. But everybody ain't going. Well, like you talk about transfer portal, and it's aggravating to me. The thing that is aggravating to me about that is just like look at um, the Clemson quarterback, DJ, whatever his last name is. <laughs> I don't think anybody can pronounce it correctly. but uh, <laughs> No, I say DJ U. That's all I know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this dude got sat out a game. I mean, that's what happened. He got took out of the game, got sat out. Because he gets sat out, it was not like, I'm going to work harder to get my spot back. Nothing like that. It's just, not fine, I'll go find another team to play for. Yep. And that's that's what, it, that's what it amounts to. That's what it's going to be. That's, what I, that's all it's going to be. Dude, there was 500 and something people, players, sign up for transfer portal already. And today was the first day. Yep. Um, That's not good, man. Spe- that, that ain't. Speak. I don't like. That. I, I'm, I'm gonna move on from college real quick, though. But uh, speaking of uh, uh I, I guess transfers, I guess we'll say, uh, somebody that you spoke highly of back, uh, um, I guess last year or so, you know, coming into it about Carolina, 
Panthers. Dropping old Baker Mayfield. Baker, uh, Baker gone. Well, I, supposedly he asked for. Oh, release. he probably did. He probably did. I, he probably getting tired of getting bashed. I like Baker, man. I don't know. I I don't know. I have you know with football you can't put. Why does I don't understand why? And I you know I always said this, but why does everybody put a whole win or a whole loss on a quarterback? I don't know. It's, well, they do one or two people. It's either a quarterback yeah. or it's the coach. There's there's no in between. Or the offensive coordinator. I yeah. mean, it's just like he's the only person that's controlling everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah okay. I hate to tell right. you, but you better get an offensive line. Uh, you better get I mean, some receivers so that can catch involved. something. Um, you be, you got to put a whole team together hey, for anything. Exactly. I don't care what it is. You got to exactly. put a whole team together, and if you don't have it, you're not going to win. I don't care what sport it is. I mean, no, no. Carolina. I hate to say this, but Carolina to me does not look committed to putting a whole team together. They are one of the first ones just to throw out a quarterback. Throw out there now. There's like they get rid of a coach in no time. Um, it doesn't matter who it is. I mean, they just they just throw them out. It's like let's just keep changing until something works. It's, no, it doesn't really work like that. You keep well, I think it's funny, and I'm not I'm not bashing on no Carolina Panthers uh, uh, fans or nobody. But I think it's so funny how, let's just say Baker had a good game. Oh, it's going to be great now. We're good. We're good. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it was just like, oh, nope, nope, nope. he gone. That's, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> somebody, somebody call nope. Cam. <laughs> somebody call Cam. We need him back. <laughs> yeah, call Cam. I ain't going to lie to you, but I ain't kidding. <laughs> just call him. <laughs> Oh man! I don't know. It's just cool, but anyway, this is the football episode, I guess. It'll That's be all right. right. I like it. I, I mean, you know, <laughs> it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Um, um, also, uh, Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina is officially gone to Liberty University. Yep, Got he's a, gone to Liberty. A, get this. Get this. Jamie Chadwell. You know, smaller school, Coastal Carolina, whatever. Was getting paid, uh, was making a million dollars a year. Is what he was making. Crazy. He's making it's, more. It's crazy. Than, making more than Shane Beamer. Yeah, I was, I was about to say he's making four million a year now. Shane Beamer's making two point seven five a year. Now, in saying that, yesterday news came across they were renegotiating Shane Beamer's contract already. It was a five-year contract. He's one year into it, and they're already renegotiating it. Yeah, um, and that I, was, I heard, and it wasn't brought up by him. Five. Yeah, yeah. No, he don't care. I no. don't think he honestly cares. But we did um, lose a offensive coordinator. Yep, we did. That everybody wished was gone until two games ago. I'm like, <laughs> shut up, people. God, people aggravate me, man. I, you know, it's just—I'm gonna tell you. I think, is, I think Beamer. I, I, this is my personal opinion. I think Shane Beamer. He is what care, and I ain't trying to just say, oh, he's the best thing to happen since last bread, whatever. But me and you talked about this a couple years ago. That we said, I, I remember both of us saying, you know, and I said this even when Steve Spurrier came there. I'm like, yep. man. He's somebody that hadn't been a has-been. Exactly. We need somebody yep. that's looking to prove themselves, a new guy is looking to prove themselves. And I yep. think that's what we have finally, finally gotten with Shane Beamer. Yep. 
Well, I, I, I like his positive attitude. I love that. I, I really do. I mean, we, we get down two touchdowns to get Clemson in Clemson, and he's over there clapping and having a good old time, man. Like, you know, just it is what it is. Just, oh, yeah. Players want to play for him. I mean, it, that's the thing. Is they, they want to exactly. play Exactly. You think, you think yelling at cussing at them is going to make them want to do more for you? <laughs> this, fool, this fool's in the daggone no. locker room dancing with them and stuff. Dude, it's, it's, it's awesome. It, it's, it's great for us. It really is. I'm glad it has turned out that way. Um, it's gonna take time, man. I mean, oh, Carolina's yeah. Carolina. We ain't gonna never be the the Georgia, probably. I, you know, who knows? I, we may be, but I just what irks me so much is fans that I see and hear and talk to all the time. And I mean, yeah, we we went through some bad situations throughout the year. Ain't no doubt about that. But like. We went back on the Tennessee game. We went back to play the same offense that we played against North Carolina in the bowl game and freaking shut them out. Just killed them. Yep. And that's what we went back to. Simple, simple stuff. So that's what we need to do. You don't have to be crazy. You don't have to do all these it crazy is. things. It, it is simple understand. stuff. But, uh, but Shana, it seems like, and I know some of it's on the offensive coordinator too, but – I think a lot of it's coming from Beamer. I really do. I, I just because it never changed until he come in there. All of a sudden, there's a surprise coming in the. Oh, there is. Uh, and there that's is. what I'm saying. It's like it's like simple, 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 simple. Ninety percent of the game, all of a sudden, there's a surprise coming. Yep. And it just catches them off guard. And, I mean, that's just. Oh, yeah, it does. Like, oh. Hats off. Hats off. To why I'm thinking about it. Hats off to our punter. Dude, Dude he, he, he won. He he won that game against Clemson, did he not? I oh, mean, yes. great oh, day. Yes. Like he pinned them down on the like two yard line four times. Bro. I'm I'm pretty Ooh. sure Carolina's special teams coach got showed more than any other special teams coach during the broadcast. Well, they they scored more points all year. Yeah, I mean they have. They honestly yeah. have. Um. So uh, that's impressive. It really is. I'm trying to remember who it was. God, who was it? Who was it? I saw a thing today. Dang, I can't remember who it was now. I had to go back and look at it. There was a team scored 27 points, I think it was, this weekend. None of them were from the offense. <laughs> <laughs> you sure it was South Carolina? Were they playing somewhere? I don't know. I don't know. I got to have to look it up. I can't remember who it was now. It was funny. They won. They won, and uh, none of it was from the offense. Well, that, that is really cool. And uh, while I'm thinking about it, it was all about the offense. Um, hats off to the South Florence Bruins. Yes, which sir. Which is from our hometown, Florence, South Carolina. First time ever winning the 4A state championship. That's pretty impressive, man. They got a they got an awesome uh, uh, uh football team going on now and 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 that that quarterback is being highly recruited by everybody yeah south carolina uh, wants him hard but he's committed to syracuse right now yeah but yeah. I, he, I think but uh, there, i think some money will change that <laughs> i i think uh i think i think there's gonna go a lot of different ways and i don't even know if it'd be south i don't, I don't know if it'd be south carolina i don't know there's a lot of different colleges looking at him hard um he's a good guy Seems like and a, yeah. a, a heck of a quarterback for sure. So, um, and the running back is awesome. They got they got a really good, really good uh, team, really good coach. Yeah. Uh, glad to see that. 
Glad to see them finally getting their own home uh, fields. That has definitely changed the the the. I think it's changed it's, the way they practice. Well, it's changed everything. What what the what the meaning of football means in farms. Yeah. It's just it, it's just been. T- I mean, you go you go to Texas, dude. I mean. They got college they got stadiums. Coliseums, for- <laughs> I mean, for 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 their for their high school. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. It just it changes everything, and you'll see a lot bigger recruits come out of Florence now because of that. I think, and um, they just care more. They do, but you got to keep the academic in there. They got to do that. I I, I really <laughs> want that. That means a lot. I mean, oh, it really yeah, does. You, to you're me. right. You're right. I don't want to see somebody. I mean, I honestly don't. I don't want to see somebody try to make their way through and and get hurt first year NFL and then they're broke and they're barely making it at CVS. No offense, anybody works at CVS, but I'm just saying, like, get your degree. That gun. Yeah, I can't degree. stand. I can't stand the. And I mean, this is just me. And I know some of them actually get their degree, but there's a lot of them don't. I can't stand the ones that leave their junior year to go play NFL. I'm like, dude, just finish. I know it's like, exactly. I know it's like they, well, and some of them do. I mean, uh, we'll say, uh, who was it? Marcus Lattimore. I think it was. He, uh, he left, never actually ended up. That dude had, Oh God. He, he, he cashed out big time. Um, he left to go to San Francisco while he was hurt, got drafted while he was hurt, knew he was not going to play the first year. They signed him to a two-year yep. contract because they knew he wasn't going to play the first year. Um, and uh, never played it down. But, wow, he knew he was going to be out. And I think this was the whole reason he done it. They let him stay in South Carolina and just finish his degree, <laughs> even though right. he was already signed yep. to the – and uh, that was yeah, very important That was to back him. in the – that was back in the good old days when that was meant when it meant something. Oh yeah. Um. Now, now I think foot, uh, college just means football for for a lot of people. So anyway, oh, cool. I digress. It all, it is, uh, it is. Now we digress. <laughs> <laughs> now we we finally digress. Now we we sorry everybody. We we we, we sorry. We, well, we sorry. talked about all the racing first, so it was good. We did, so maybe nobody listening right now. It's just us. It's Sean. That's right. I go back this is our, this our, nor- this our normal phone conversations, people. <laughs> it literally is. We're just talking. We're just talking. It's okay. It's fine. Whatever. I've been sitting in the food line parking lot for an hour and a half waiting to go in there to get stuff. But it ain't, it's fine. The, fir- it ain't the first right time. <laughs> but it, yeah, I promise you it's not. No, it's not. Oh, good deal, guys. Well, cool, cool, cool. Congratulations to all the winners this week. Uh, for sure. Um, but uh, also want to thank all our help that we get on this podcast, guys. Earl Ramey Racing Engines, Profab Headers and Exhaust, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Marquee Motorsports Consulting, MPM Marketing, also High Octane Racing Apparel. Appreciate them coming on. Some cool looking uh clothing for men and the ladies. Racing related, man. You you check them out. You you won't won't beat it for sure. Also, checkered. They are the race hub. Social media for nothing but racing all the time. So y'all go check them out. Also, Ford Bite Apparel. Y'all go check them out for sure. Um, check out Cole Train Vanderheiden. 
there coming up on his sophomore year of the 305 sprints there in 2023. So y'all check them out. Yeah, he'll be back on top, back on top for sure. But anyway, guys, all right. Well, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us for our uh, extended, uh, <laughs> extended version this week. Talk about football and everything else. So good deal. So uh, we'll be getting ready to watch some, um, watch some uh, college playoffs. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> Uh, I reckon. I reckon. All right, guys. We sure appreciate it. And we'll be seeing y'all later.